0: This is episode 2301 of 303 C Other, a personal podcast, 303 seconds in length made by, and really just for me, at Polysemic. It's an exercise in practice, production, and thinking in public, following the inspiration of 301 Permanently Moved by at the JMO. My students had their final presentations of the semester last week. The work was good, Uh, They've come a long way in a few months. I'm hopeful that they're enjoying it. We'll do some reading and thinking over the yuletide break, and we'll come back ready to build on and develop their ideas in this last semester of their degrees. Some of our cohort this year are quite digital forward. Their starting point for making things is on screen. There's a fair bit of 3D modelling, some of it parametric, some 3D printing, not much laser cutting yet. There's some real visual style to some of the output, but not yet much skill in rendering virtual scenes. They need to be diving into the visualisation world. Many of them are gamers, I think, so I'd hope they'd enjoy that. It can be easy though for people to forget that their play can influence their work, particularly in a world with rhetoric as lofty as architecture. I mention this here because I've recently been thinking about architecture for VR again, and I really draw a distinction between architecture for VR and VR for architecture but that's that's not really what this is about. Over much of the last couple of years, I've spent a fair amount of my time and energy working with immersive technologies. My career before this, I started in architecture. That led to theater architecture, into some theater, festivals, events, temporary structures, immersive theater. I mean, looking back with the glory of 2020 hindsight, it's easy to see how some of the strands have run through all this and the connections between them of my interests. I'm still working on the way to describe it best, but there's definitely something in there about designing the systems that facilitate experience. I don't think in the real world you can really design someone's experience, but you can optimize to facilitate it. From permanent theatres to temporary festival stages, it's all really been about creating the best possible conditions creative systems and experiences within the realities of the wider world and wider systems. From strategy to experience, when making gathering places, for me it's, it's uh, systems all the way down. So all of that has actually turned out to contribute quite usefully to the design of virtual environments for multiplayer virtual reality experiences. And then that's rolled into designing other aspects of the experience. And at some point, someone told me that one aspect of what I'd been doing was the work of a level design. It's what I've been told the term is in the games industry. And there's a division there that blew my mind when I first encountered it, between the people responsible in VFX for the art and the people responsible for the design of the game. The separation from the way digital experiences look and feel, from the way the overall experience operates, if that's the word. And I'm a little bit out on a limb here because this is resolutely not my world. This is not my terminology. There was a point 15 years ago when I was first finding myself backstage working with theatre people and I realised I had a whole new vocabulary to learn. Different perspective, which to understand the world. Different uh, tradition. And on the one hand, I love that. I mean, silo-busting is my happy place. But on the other hand, um, I'm still excitedly learning this world. So if I'm getting the terminology wrong... And if you know better, and you do listen to this, I do hope you'll kindly enlighten me. And that's the thing, really. That's what I want to remind myself to lean into. I'm doing this work precisely because I'm entering from other worlds. I'm learning new things while also bringing a differing perspective, different skill set, training tradition. And my hope is, my belief is, that's how interesting work gets made. So what I've been doing with this work is architecture for VR bringing the knowledge and experience of designing real-world gathering places into the relatively nascent area of designing virtual gathering spaces. Taking all that time spent figuring out the experience design of going to, through, and from a theatre, or a festival, or a burning man camp, and mapping it onto an immersive technology experience. It's actually really fun. So much that translates, but also so much that doesn't. And just like with that initial move into theatre, learning the translation is part of the pleasure that division between level designer and the vfx art roles does actually exist in architecture there are certainly buildings where the layout of uses functional adjacencies we call them in theater design can be completely separate from the material and structural systems from which the building is made but i'd like to think it's less frequent and certainly having those things too far separated how it's lived in and what it's made from could be held to blame for many of the worst buildings being perpetrated these days I'm not saying it's a bad thing in the digital world, but it's not great in the real world. And why did the students' work on the wall get me to think of all this? Well, there's a marked tendency in the more digitally focused architecture students to spend their time looking at their designs from a god's eye view. They're up in the air, flying over the model and never getting up close and into it. They never get their hands onto it, and so often need to be nudged into actually placing a camera in their scene at a human's eye view. Whether it's part of their training or a reflection of the personality types that want to study architecture, the result is they're not yet fully engaged with the experience of the place they're proposing to be made. We get them there, but it takes some nudging. At the other end of the spectrum, though, working with VFX artists in the last couple of years, I've been astounded and kind of delighted by the extent to which they were starting up close in the world with the experience. They were never viewing their models in plan or section views. It was always perspective, always experiential, up close and immersed. So that's what my mind's on at the moment, right now, today. It'll be something else tomorrow, or another angle on the same topic. But for now, in this stage in the journey, I'm recording this. Recording something is a step I want to take again. It's been longer than I'd intended, but now it won't be any longer than this.